You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast that finds the best betting value closer to the first shot being struck than anyone else. Always gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information. Welcome to Late Tea Time. This is the, uh, the well, it was going to be the third of our previews throughout the tournament, but it's only our second. We come in at the halfway stage. Uh, as you can uh, gather, I am not James Butler. I am David Eason. Uh, James is a little bit under the weather and so has been and still is our man Dave Tyndall, who's able to drag himself out of bed uh, where he's been secretly watching the Masters all night to uh, give us his best hints and tips and analysis for the final, well, certainly the, for round three and the, the rest of the Masters at Augusta, which has been, or in the last couple of hours of the uh, of the last round, dominated by Scotty Scheffler. First of all, Dave, hello. How are you? I'm all right. It's fine. Uh, um, we, we've got there. <laughs> And associated noises. Um, Scotty Scheffler, have we seen form like this from anyone possibly since? Is it since Tiger Woods? Was Tiger ever in this kind of form? Yeah, I mean, Scheffler's won three of his last five. I mean, I'm sure there were times when Woods was winning virtually three and five quite often. Um, Five in a row, maybe at some point. But yeah, it's remarkable. And it's, it's happened so quick that it, I don't think he's particularly thinking about it. It's just, oh, I'm playing really good golf. It's, it's still continuing. I don't think he's had time to sit back and realise what he's done. He's He's got that nice sort of level of thinking where he, he just is enjoying himself. He's not overthinking anything. Um, and yesterday, sometimes when you watch golf, I mean, I, I watched a lot of Rory McIlroy yesterday. It was quite a hard watch because you knew you could sort of see in his mind that he's battling everything and sometimes it's going to go wrong. Scottish Sheffield just had this inevitable feeling that he would make birdies, save pars, not do anything wrong. And, and so and so it came to pass. And you do wonder, that has he slipped the field? Is this is this going to be too much to to drag in? So, yeah, I mean, he's, he's around even money. I keep thinking that's not the worst bet because who's realistic going to catch him? But five of the last eight... Halfway leads that the Masters have gone on to win. So it's a really good place to be in, especially if you're five clear. Yeah, that, that's, the, that's the main thing in this. Five out of eight is still a, a hefty stat anyway, but not, not all of them have been as far ahead as Scotty Scheffler. And not all of them have, have probably been in the same kind of form as he has been going into this tournament. Um, the next thing he's got to think about, talking about thinking and what's going on in his head, is that this is, it's all very well winning your PGA Tour titles and, they're a big deal, of course. But to go and then win your first major, and that first major being a Masters, if he can get over that, then, you know, looking to the rest of the season, maybe, he, he could be unstoppable. Yeah, I, I, I thinking back, um, 
when we did this podcast under its former in its former guise. Um, I put him up at 150 to one to win the Open Championship. That seems laughable now, doesn't it? That that someone's developed and kicked on so fast that here we are halfway of the Masters, not only halfway, and he's even money to win it. So he's got a nice little bedding of majors form. I think he was top ten in the last three last year. So it's not like this is absolutely unknown territory for me. He has looked up at major leaderboards and seen the name S. Scheffler on it quite a number of times. So it's just he's just in that really lovely golden zone where he's playing well, he's not overthinking, and everyone else knows that as well. So they're thinking, if we're going to catch Scotty Scheffler, we need some help. We need him to come back to us. So we approach moving day. Uh, on the Saturday at Augusta, um, what what are we looking at today? Then we've talked about the outrights and the possibilities of of Scheffler going on and winning this. But on on round three, um, who who is going to be moving on moving day? And um, I think you've got a uh, one or two bets for us just to have a look at some groupings there as well. Yeah, I was looking at the um, bogey count of players. It, it, often at Augusta, we get all thrilled and our heads turned by birdies and eagles and you just think oh, that's that's what you need to do just keep racking those up and as slightly underwhelming as it sounds the, the winner of each masters is normally the guy who's made the fewest mistakes has got the lowest bogey count now if you look at i did some numbers um whilst watching it last night which is very courageous of me seeing as how ill i was but i did have a pen in hand um and you've not got someone to write things down for you yeah and i yeah my helper Take notes. Take yes. notes. I have a bet. <laughs> yes. Um, so, at the moment, the, the guys making the fewest mistakes are Scotty Scheffler. You won't be surprised by that. So, he's made just three bogeys all week. So has Dustin Johnson, just three bogeys all week. Um, so, I thought I'd, I'd use those two. Whereas somebody like... Um, Cameron Smith, it's been like a blitz of birdies, but he's also made a lot of errors. So he's plus eight on the bogey count. So I think he's Cameron Smith is making too many errors to be a Masters winner. So let's put that into uh, some sort of um, two ball, third round two ball bet. So Dustin Johnson, I mean, he's he's up against Kevin now. You'd, you'd expect Dustin Johnson to to win that bet anyway, but it's the, the extra sort of comfort is that Johnson's only made three birdies, now he's made eight. So Johnson's playing the more solid golf. It's going to be another tough day for scoring because of the weather. So Johnson is um, 8-13 to 13 to win that. Um, Scotty Scheffler's 4-9 to nine to beat Charles Schwartz. So Schwartz has been great, at former winner. It was 11 years ago. But I think he's kind of batting above his, his level, really, to what we've seen in recent form. So I think Schwartz might just go a little bit backwards. Scheffler's unbelievable. So four to nine Scheffler. Then the one that seems more of a match is Shane Lowry against Sung Im. But again, Lowry's making not too many mistakes, uh, where Im has, has racked up seven bogeys. So Lowry at 10 to 11. Lowry sounds absolutely full of confidence. Um, Im, I think he had a tough day. He was the first round leader, but he came back a bit yesterday, shot 74. So Lowry's 10 to 11 to win that one. So if you, if you put... Dustin Johnson to beat Nah, Shane Lowry to beat Sung Jae Im, and Scotty Scheffler to beat Charles Schwartzel. You get a treble of four point four five. 
So what's that about seven to two? It's not an amazing prize, but it's still pretty good. So we'll have that and Robert McIntyre. Um, he is, I think he's tied 23rd at the minute and he's three to one to finish in the top 20. That seems quite generous to me that he's only got to jump up a couple of places. Now we've seen him do that before in majors where he's, he's, he's made the cut and then he's already put his foot down. So I thought he was a, he's a big old price to do it. He was 65th in last year's Open at halfway and finished eighth. So he's a guy who can, can certainly thrive um, on a majors weekend. Plus the weather forecast is a bit windy today. Bit of wind for a Scotsman, not a problem. So I expect him to, to kick on a little bit. He doesn't have to pull up any trees. He doesn't have to be amazing. But I think, um, I think he's a good bet at three to one to finish in the, in the top 20. Um, the, the only other one I really looked at was Tiger's performance. Um, he's, I mean, it's been amazing, hasn't it? Yeah, I, but I was watching on 18 last night and I, I could feel how tired he was on 18. Yeah. He looked absolutely shattered. Yeah. Um, so it's difficult because his price is he's, um, he's six to four to shoot par or better, which seems doable. And it's a good way to cheer him on. Um, he's a little bit bigger. I think he's 92 to break par. But I do feel that, yeah, as the, as the week goes on, he will find this harder and harder. It's difficult because I don't want to like oppose him. It feels like wrong <laughs> to sort of not be doing anything but thinking, go on, Tiger. Uh, so maybe that's just one to, to leave alone on the, on the betting front. You're just glad to have him back. Anyway, we, we have got a couple of bets uh, today, so hopefully that Robert, Robert McIntyre one and that, that two-ball treble can uh, do us a favour. So what, what are your thoughts on Tiger? Because you can have, um, let's see, in the top 20 finish. I think he can finish top 20. He's even money. Mm, I'd go no. Yeah, Is there a no option? Are you worried no, I don't think, what, no, no, I don't think so. Yeah. Unless there's anyone doing specials on that. Um, I, I feel that he might just think Making the cut was 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 his well, Everest. It, well, yeah. So it's all it's all kind of he'll be thinking about uh, like like his Everest. What he's got next base camp was was make the cut, and now he's yeah. going to gird himself up again and try and make the next one, which is to to get himself. He'll he'll feel he should be in contention on the last day of the Masters because he's yeah. Tiger Woods, and that's how he became Tiger Woods. He should be there, but it's going to be it's going to be tricky. But he, if anyone knows the course, if anyone knows how to win this, and 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 beat it in all sorts of different weathers then then, then it's tiger it's it's just the mind might well be there but the, the body might fail yeah that's the best way of putting it really um and like i said i don't really i don't want to make an anti-tiger bet it just seems wrong we're, we're so happy to see him back there it's remarkable really that he broke power in that first round think of all the other scores out there from guys who are in the world's top 10 playing really well got good course records and Tiger comes back after years out <laughs> and just beats them all it's incredible but yeah I I kind of fear from this point it'll be a, a sort of slow fade away where he'll finish maybe 42nd yes maybe yeah. so which is not a very sexy storyline but I think it's maybe the realistic one well, it's like he's taken uh, the, almost. Scheffler took took the headlines off him towards the end of that round last night because everyone was looking at Woods finishing at eighteen, and suddenly Scheffler rolled in another birdie and another birdie, and then there he is with his with his massive lead. But we shall see uh, what happens in round three. Uh, those uh, those uh, 
two balls that we've got there, that treble, which is placed around seven to two, uh, and our Scotsman in the Wind, which, uh, is that a song? Maybe not. Maybe it should be. Maybe it shouldn't be. Uh, Dave, yeah. I'll, I'll let you get back to your cow poll and other uh, other associated medications. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us. Um, yeah, thank you. And have a good third round. Hopefully you won't feel like Tiger at the end of uh, round three because I've got a feeling he will need more than just an ice bath. Uh, that is has been a, a swift late tea time. Uh, thank you, Dave. Uh, and hello again to JB, who will be listening and is, is in a similar situation. Um, but uh, I believe it's it's got round this. this uh, there, is, there is something going round, isn't there, Dave, for the last couple of years? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I think so. Mm-hmm. can't think what it oh, is. Good. Uh, but we will join you once again before round four to go through the best bets uh, for the final round of the Masters. But good luck with all your selections today. Please... Uh, always gamble responsibly. Please visit begambleaware.org for more information on that, and we will see you for another edition of Late Tea Time very soon. Always gamble responsibly. Visit begambleaware.org for more information. Podcast Network.